from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. AJC's Dog Nation. I believe he's down there in Mobile where he goes for the Senior Bowl every year. Griff, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Bill. How are you? How many years have you gone to Mobile? Oh, man. Every, every year I can. You know, I mean, it uh, depends on uh, what team I was covering, how many guys they had down here. But, gosh, I'd say between 10 and 15 probably. Just to, You know, just trying to think of, you know, going back to when I worked down here. From uh, 94 to 98, I worked at the Mobile Register covering Alabama. So, um, yeah, been to a lot of these, and it's really changed. It's still a big deal. There's still a 1,000 coaches here, and I guess now there's a 1,000 media. Um, they've really grown it. Uh, six Georgia guys on this trip, so looking forward to practice today. Mike the Mad Dog Noon in Georgia says, Bill, ask Griff after interviewing JT Daniels. I believe you had him on your podcast. How successful do you think he'll be? in becoming a coach? I don't have any doubt. I mean, it was amazing talking to JT last night. Um, you know, I forgot how cerebral this guy is. And all you got to do is, is is check out the interview. It's amazing. Um, the guy sounds like the mad scientist when he breaks down football. I think I think almost Manning-esque is probably the best comparison. Uh, it reminds me of how Peyton used to talk about football, uh, the way JT sees it. Uh, the way he explains it, the way he breaks it down, um, you know, and, and just the ultimate team guy. I, I mean, he's like it's like he's here finishing the drill. You know, he's got former teammates here, and he wants to be here to see them, and he's going to be meeting with coaches. So, uh, I mean, the guy just checks every box, and it's, um, you know, the injuries in his career obviously derailed him. Um, you know, he made some moves. Uh, to, to get in a better place that, you know, he explained last night. He's like, hey, these are all, you know, the coaches, and I sat down and talked about it. It's just what made sense. I mean, whether it was a knee injury at USC or the the lat injury uh, at Georgia, ultimately concussions, um, you know, but he's, uh, he's held together remarkably well. I mean, you, you think about everything this guy's gone through, and you know, by all rights, his life should be in shambles. But it seems like it's made him only stronger, and now it's prepared him to be a coach because he's been through these programs and 
uh, he's, he's just got this laser focus. So it was a really cool interview. I really enjoyed it. I know the Georgia fans really enjoyed it. I know the Georgia coaches really enjoyed it. Um, people like JT Daniels, he's, he's a cool dude. Think about this now. Los Angeles, Athens, Georgia, Morgantown, West Virginia, and then Rice is suburban Houston, Texas. I mean, he's, he's a hardened dude. Well, it's all about football for him. I mean, he could be on yeah. Mars and it wouldn't matter. It reminded me of Chris Lofton. Um, you know, the former Tennessee three-point shooter, I'll never forget. I was talking with Chris when he was in Turkey. And I'm having this satellite conversation with Chris Lofton. And I'm like, what's it like there? He's like, I don't know, man. I just go to the gym. <laughs> as long as there's basketball, he said, every now and then everybody starts praying during the day. He said, but other than that, I'm just, as long as there's a gym and there's a ball, I'm good. And that was, that was Chris Lofton. And, and that's JT, man. He'll, he'll go wherever football takes him, and he's just got a passion for it, and he's a savant. I mean, the guy is like goodwill hunting uh, with, with offensive schemes. And, um, you know, really really revealing interview last night. It was interesting to hear how him and Stetson uh, worked together even beyond the quarterback room. They would be working together during games. Um, so it's just, a, like I said, fascinating guy. Really enjoyed it. Fun interview. Do you feel like he can be on a fairly fast track as one of those offensive whiz kids? Well, I mean, it's more than just X's and O's. It's how you work with people. It's getting the right opportunities. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is the sky's the limit for a guy like this. I mean, yeah. Bill, you know it when you see it. Um, we've been in this business a long time. Um, I'll give you an example. And we mentioned this guy a couple weeks ago. I don't know what Ryan Johnson is doing right now, but if he was a stock, I would be bought in. I would just invest money and, and say, let me check back in in five years. Certain people you run across, you know they are built for success. You, uh, you know that they are going to find success in life because of the kind of people that they are, because of the kind of work ethic, because of the, you know, um, their intelligence, their poise, their leadership. You know, JT is one of those guys. And, you know, just like Ryan Johnson's one of those guys, just like Josh Dobbs was one of those guys, just like Eric Zier was one of those guys. You know, you run across, and quarterbacks have so many of those characteristics. And, you know, if they're, if they're as disciplined, you know, off the field as they are on it, um, they, they're, they're leaders, you know, just by the very nature of what they do, their organization, um, pitchers in baseball, uh, goalies in soccer, uh, there's a certain type of person that are attracted to these positions, and the ones that are the most successful are, are usually the ones that are most disciplined. Georgia Dog down on the Emerald Coast asked Griff about his conversation with Jim Nagy about Georgia players not opting out of the bowl game. Yeah, you know, so, you know, what I learned from Jim, and I, I part of the reason I come down here, I mean, yeah, I'm down here to interview the Georgia players and talk to players from other schools, but you know, I'm networking too, and I'm, I'm learning things. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 57 years old. I've been doing this 30 years, but I'm still learning. The day I stop learning is the day I need to stop, right? Um, and something I learned from Jim Nagy um, was that when they're evaluating these players, it's not just for this draft. It's for the second contract. And I, and I, I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, a lot of these guys coming out, they can help you right now, but the real money that they're going to make is going to be on the second contract. You know, seven figures is no longer life-changing money. Say what you want about inflation. 
But when you get into the eight and nine figure range for the superstars, the guys that are on their second contract, that's where it's life changing money for the player. And that's also franchise changing money because if franchise invests that second contract into the wrong guys, they're going down the tubes fast. So dialing it back to the opt-in mentality, you've got to find guys that love football and play the game for the love of football, not for the first contract. Because like Jim said, it's human nature. And I, and I would say this is true. When people hit the big pay, payday or get the big payoff or whatever, they have a tendency to let up, right? So that's why you have to find the guys that are going to play, even when they said it was a quote-unquote meaningless game, right? Well, no, it meant something to them because of teammates, because of uh, accountability, because of you know wearing the G one more time. The same makeup that, that – enables these guys to learn not to be complacent playing for Kirby Smart in Georgia. It's what's going to make them great pros after they've already made $20 million in the first three years because they got everything they need. What's going to keep them playing, keep them hungry, keep them motivated, and that is part of the psychological profiling that's going on at the Senior Bowl right now when they meet these guys in this relaxed football environment. And you're saying that's part of the profile that Kirby Smart has, too. Well, it's part of the reason guys go to Georgia and play for a guy like that because, it, you know, they teach you that. Like, there's no complacency. You know, I remember I had Jeremy Pruitt on my show last year, and Jeremy said, actually 2022, and Jeremy said that Georgia had a really good chance of repeating, even though nobody had ever done that in the college football playoff era. Uh, they had a good chance of repeating because Kirby was on the staff, and Kirby understood – uh, having been with, with Nick at Alabama, he understood, uh, you know, how complacency could creep in and, and how to protect against that. Sure enough, Georgia repeated, and, and they were on their way to the three-peat um, because it's a, it's a sense of, there's an ongoing sense of urgency in that football building. Now, it ain't for everybody, and you're going to see 18 to 20 guys transfer out every year because if you're not running with the ones or the twos and you don't think you've got a chance to crack it, uh, then the juice ain't worth the squeeze. You go somewhere else where you can run with the ones with the twos. But right now they've got such an elite group, um, you know, that the best of the best stick around and, and understand when you, you bring your lunch pail to work every day, you can lose your job. And, and it's, it's not personal. I mean, look at JT. JT was 7-0 and as a starter. Uh, you know, he set a single-season record for QB efficiency in 2020. And, you know, the lat injury happened. And he was out for, I don't know, I think he left, the, he pulled himself out of the Vanderbilt game. They were up 35-0 to zero at the end of the first quarter at Vandy. Uh, he was 9-10 passing, but the lat was in play. He pulled out, uh, missed the next four games, and Georgia got it rolling with Stead, and that was all she wrote is JT as a starter. Now, he stayed involved with Stetson, and, you know, he talked about that in the video, how him and Stetson are buddies. And, you know, he, but now his part of the job was to support, and, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to, you know, a lot of people like, well, what do you mean? If you're not the guy you were still helping, yeah, I mean, you're still all in on the team because that's not he had a different job as a support figure. And that's the way all those Georgia guys approach it, right? They go that team first, passion, uh, competition always there. Um, but it's a, it's a, Kirby's, Kirby's got it going pretty good. I mean, that, that's why Georgia's going to be good for, for a while with him and his leadership. Question here on Twitter. This is Jim in Statesboro. Does this current Georgia roster stack up with the uh, 21 and 22 rosters? Mm, I mean, that's hard to say. I mean, there was <laughs> – I mean, I think there were seven or eight first-round picks on that 21-2021 defense, uh, five first-round picks on the D-line. So, I don't think it stacks – I don't think they have five first-round picks on the D-line. Maybe maybe 
three future ones that, that maybe haven't come to fruition yet. I mean, they got, you know, some really talented guys that were freshmen last year. You know, I expect Jordan Big Baby Hall to break out. You know, I expect Christian Miller to break out. Michael Williams is, is special. Um, you know, they they had some really talented uh, – in Pembo, it looked like a really talented outside linebacker, Wilson. They got some guys that could. It's too soon to say that. It's too soon to say that. But they're going to be good. They got a really good – what we know that's proven coming back is they've got a really good offensive line, probably the best offensive line in the SEC. Uh, Carson Beck is a really good quarterback. Uh, Trevor Etienne was a huge pickup. Um, I still think they need a perimeter receiver, but they got some really good tight ends. They can they can do some things with their personnel that's going to cause problems offensively. Uh, and then defensively, they got to reload in the secondary. They got some talent back there. Malachi Starks is probably could be a first rounder, pretty special guy. Linebackers look really good, probably a first rounder there. Um, Georgia's going to be in the mix. I, I'd be surprised if they weren't in the Final Four next year, and with a chance to win it if things go right. Griff, have you been able to go by practice, or is today the first day? Today's the first day. Um, you know, they're going to start out there at Hancock Whitney Stadium over there on campus South Alabama. It's a pretty cool setup. Fans get in. I think fans go in there free, and uh, they're able to watch all the practices and, um, you know, watch these guys go one-on-one isolate. I, I think they're pretty, I, I think the game is what costs money. It's the same game as Saturday. But, but the real show is the one-on-ones. If you're a football purist, um, it's interesting to see these guys isolated, right? Because it's, it's not about the scheme. It's not about the head coach. It's not about the three or four guys around him. It's this guy on this guy. And we're going to find out how good you really are. Not, not your team, not your scheme, not the scoreboard, not the crowd. One-on-one pass block tackle versus uh, edge. Running back blitz pickup versus linebacker. Receiver DB skeleton drills. On one side, you got Spencer Rattler and Joe Milton. Throwing the ball on the other side, you got Sam Hartman, Michael Penix, and Bo Nix. So, pretty good quarterback selection here. Griff, appreciate it. Safe travels, man. Thanks, Bill. Have a good one. There he is. Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation. I don't think he said anything to get anybody mad, did he? Is anybody really mad after that? Usually there's something in there, and then I get, I get the backlash. Yeah, I, I get the brunt of it, which is, hey, which is fair game, which is absolutely fair game. Gator Dig, we missed him last week. He's back right after the break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Cleanup continues on this serious accident that happened earlier out here in Rutherford County, 24 Westbound at Joby Jackson. It's been shut down for quite some time. Again, THP continues to work this accident with their accident reconstruction team. That's how serious it is. Traffic's really heavy now in Vietnam. Vets coming Westbound right at Conference Drive. It's building pretty good through Hermitage right now. Westbound I-40 at Central Pike because you got all that traffic behind it coming in from Wilson County. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online, tomahawkcrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is... The number you just thought of... The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I don't believe Bravel wants to be a part of this, and so I think... Amy Adams Strunk decided, well, it's time to move on. I, you know, that was a gangster-like move to say, all right, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to employ somebody that doesn't want to be here. Goodbye. If they have another season like they did this mm-hmm. year, he's gone he's anyway. He's gone anyway. No, wherever he goes now, he's got four to five years. Yes. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. knows all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. platforms out there very popular does a fantastic job Davey missed you last week but good to have you back this week sir yeah Bill and what the Tuesday before that was uh, the snowstorm up there so (laughs) that's the longest time I think we've uh we've went without talking (laughs) that is true I forgot about that since you have been gone let's catch up a little bit uh Florida's moved up in the rankings some huh yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, you, you. I guess you know, combined um, 
some re some some re ratings uh, of players and DJ Lagway, of course, after his big season and continue to shoot up and LJ McCray defensive lineman here from in the state that, that, that Florida desperately needed, uh, of course, rose in the rankings a bit. And, you know, there's the two best players in the class and one on the defensive line or where you know, in the trenches where Florida really needs it. And we all know about Lagway, his importance for Billy Napier and his program uh, there, Bill. So look, I mean, a lot of Billy Napier's evaluations have never really been questioned, Bill. It's just, are there enough of them? Uh, I think that's where the question all has, has always come into play there. Um, so, you know, that, that, that's the big part of, you know, rising in the rankings a bit uh, as far as the high school route goes, you know, even after early signing day. Uh, but, Bill, a lot of it's the, the transfers as well. And I think the interesting storyline here is, you know, maybe to encompass more of your audience is just how Florida has benefited from the the retirement of Nick Saban. Uh, one was Jameer Grimsley, a cornerback, who was, um, you know, a 2024 class uh, signee for Alabama. They didn't let him out of this letter of intent, so he had to transfer to Florida. So he's still a 2024 recruit, but has, has already had to use uh, a transfer to get to Florida. So there was one benefit of uh, Nick Saban retiring is, uh, you know, a high school recruit decided not to stick with Alabama. But also a little kind of further along with that was Asa Turner, the safety from Washington uh, that committed to Florida late late last week, Bill. And of course, Kevin DeBoer gets the Bama job and opens up uh, for Washington players to leave. And with his ODB coach there, Will Harris at Florida, he had a relationship there, and um, Florida gets some much needed experience on the back end of this defense uh, to go along with some some young talent that kind of showed their way last year, like with Jordan Castell and Bryce Thornton. So, Bill, it's just uh, you know additions in the transfer portal, DeAndre Robinson getting out of his letter of intent to Texas and joining Florida as well uh, to, to to help out uh, for, to, to for this twenty twenty four class. So uh, just. You know, kind of in this new age of, of college football, Bill, uh, and how the rosters can change with coaching changes and the transfer portal, uh, Florida certainly benefited the last couple of weeks. Craig in North Augusta says, North Augusta, South Carolina, Dave, how does Napier recruit towards the future when kids perhaps don't think he's going to be around in a year? Well, that's really good, Bill. And I, 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 that's one – uh, I put an article out on, on the website, getitbreakdown.com, of like some early storylines for the 2025 class, and that's one angle uh, of it. And, Bill, surprisingly, not too far off from where they were this time a year ago. Um, about this time a year ago, they got their fourth commitment there with a Darius Hayes, a linebacker. But Florida does have three right now, and their most recent in the 2025 class being an elite defensive lineman, Jalen Wiggins, uh, from – in the state of Florida. So, you know, three to, to start with right now. Um, and reviews now, of course, I don't think they'll have a hot summer like they had last summer, Bill. I think that will – all the questions surrounding Billy Napier, I think, will um, probably halt a big summer like that. But uh, I still think maybe a better-than-expected route um, to August, you know, before the season starts – uh, is certainly on the table, um, and you know, it, it, kids can certainly change their mind again. It, 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 they won't have you know close to I don't think fifteen guys going into the season like they had last year or anything like that. It, it, it is, I mean, the negative recruiting is going to be out there. All the questions. Uh, I mean, we talked about it on the podcast last night, Bill. You know, Paul Feinbaum and, and his voice in the SEC saying, you know, there's no excitement around Florida. There's apathy around Florida. And, of course, that's going to be uh, a lot of the narrative. So I do think Billy Napier's got his work cut out for him. 
uh, to get any kind of big summer or a, a litany of recruits heading into the season. This is probably a bill. I, I think for me personally, looking at it, if Billy Napier can just get guys to hold off on making a decision, it's you, you don't necessarily get to the season and maybe they don't, they don't commit to Georgia. Maybe don't, they don't commit to Alabama or other in-state schools, but if you can get them to hold off and then have a good season, uh, instead of trying to flip the guys down the road, maybe they just hold off and see what Florida is before they make their decision. Perry Mason from the Orange Girls of America in Lake Placid, Florida. Please ask Dave about the offensive line. Goes on to say, looks to me to be our biggest Achilles heel going into the season. Uh, I, I, I probably uh, would agree with that too, Bill. Besides edge rusher, um, I say offensive line. Uh, right, th- right there for Florida did hit the transfer portal there with Devin Manuel from Arkansas and Brandon Crenshaw Dixon uh, to maybe fix some offensive tackle issues, but inside on the interior at offensive guard, still some big question marks there for Bill uh, for, for the Gators. Richie Leonard, of course, the starting guard for Florida last year, now at Florida State. Um, so I think Florida's going to rely on either some movement, some, some you know, some some maneuvering of. Guys who do have experience, Damian George, who played right tackle last year for Florida mostly, do they slide him inside? I, I do think you count on an IMG product last year that played a lot, I, uh, Najee Harris, to you know, develop into his second year and probably take on a starting role. Uh, is this, you know, where Roderick Kearney, uh, a highly rated freshman uh, offensive lineman last year? I, I, Bill, what, from what on the outside looking in, from what I think, I think Billy Napier's banking on development there. Uh, now, there's a spring transfer portal window that possibly can help here. Uh, but mostly what I can see is maybe banking on, you know, who they have and, 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 and maneuvering and really banking on development uh, going into their third year with the, you know, their two offensive line coach system. Next question. I'm guessing you have not had enough time, but Perry also asks, have you been by to see the baseball team? and see Big Jack, and he's talking about Jack Caglianone, who might be the first pick in the draft next time we have a draft. Um, not in Gainesville, but, of course, have been catching up a little bit. And then saw, saw the other day, Bill, I mean, it was a scrimmage that they were having. He he smacked one the other day, and I don't know if the ball has landed yet. Um, I mean, it just – you can tell. I mean, I, I'm surprised – kind of going too far here but i'm surprised the bat didn't break bill i mean it was <laughs> you, you couldn't believe the sound effect you know if it coming through the phone uh you know somebody's recorded on their phone a bit and he, it's just you know if that's the preview of things to come we saw him do it last year plenty of times uh but yeah certainly excited for uh you know, the baseball season there again and uh will and i my, my co-hosts were joking about it last night with you know kind of going on that topic of that there's not excitement around the football team or apathy around the football team, maybe, maybe as far as the baseball school now. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but certainly uh, would be, I think it's going to be a fun team to follow this year. And of course, um, you know, Florida LSU just might be on another collision course. Dave, I saw on Twitter, they found the ball in Cuba. It landed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it might be where it is, Bill. I mean, I'm telling you, it, it, he's going to be a fun player to watch. Um, yeah, there's, you know, for didn't have the pressure on him last year, didn't have the spotlight on him last year, and he certainly garnered it as the season went on. But now going into a season with that big spotlight on him, and it had burn marks on it because it left the atmosphere and had to come back through. That's also <laughs> Gator Dave is with us. 
question here, and this is Mike in Daytona Beach, wants to know, actually he's an Auburn fan, considering DJ Durkin was at Florida, he was also at Ole Miss, Texas A&M, head coach at Maryland, I could go on and on, right? Your thoughts on yep. Auburn hiring him as defensive coordinator? Does that move the um, Yeah, you know, I think just shoving away all the, you know, I, I don't want to get to the all, you know, all the off-field yeah. stuff. Bill, going pure football coach here. If it, you know, if Ron Roberts didn't make his way from Auburn to Florida, DJ Durkin was certainly somebody I had my eye on uh, at Florida. I just, I, I think, I think, you know, first, of course, he had a lot of good talent to work with there at Texas A&M. Uh, but I think he's he he's got a good track record uh, of building some good defenses, some dependable defenses. Uh, and I think he'll fit well uh, there at, there at Auburn. I think we saw improvement with what, what Rod Roberts did uh, in in year one, his first and only season there at Auburn. Uh, I think Durkin can certainly continue that uh, there, and uh, yeah, still continue that that, that aggression um, that I, I think you know he's been he's been kind of known for. I, you know, I think he gets a lot out of. Um, you know, Auburn, you know, recruiting, much like Florida, hasn't been at an elite level where it should be. But I do think is one of those defensive coordinators that gets a lot out of his players. Yeah, and, and you, you would think, and I've seen a lot of people mock that hire. I, I don't know that it gets me all excited, but I don't think it's a bad yeah. hire either. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't mean, I'm not going to – yeah, no, I, don't, I don't put him in the upper echelon of – defensive coordinators out there, but he's, he's probably in that next little grouping. I've asked you this before, but I will probably continue. Would the best case scenario for DJ Lagway would be Mertz plays well, keeps the job, and then it's his in year two, or just baptism by fire? Who, um, I think you find a way to work him in early. I do think you, you get him some snaps, you get his feet wet. Now, of course, Florida's schedule comes into play, and you're up and up with Miami, and you got um, Texas A&M early, and you know Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's in the first half of the schedule as well. You know, if, if he's ready, you know, I, I think you work him in as much as possible with, with Grant Mertz leading the way. Bill, I, I think you know, the, the question is: What if the season does go does go awry? What if the season isn't tracking well, progressing well? Do you then turn the page to him? Do you let him get even more snaps? The uh, working men in more situations. Um, I, if if he's ready, I think you give him as many snaps as possible. Uh, and if you know if if Billy Napier keeps his job uh, after this year, even with some some par results. Going into year four, there is that is doer. I mean, many many people say year three is going to be do or die for Billy Napier. But if you know if the year doesn't go quite as planned, but Lagway's getting a whole lot of snaps, and Billy Napier gets one more chance, one more shot, one more with one more go around with his quarterback, his handpicked quarterback, then I think you got to make this season. You know, you got to add all those snaps up to where he's not so green going into what really would be a do-or-die year for, uh, for for Billy Napier. So, yeah, I think as long as Lagway proves, Bill, that he deserves to be out there, I, I think you get him as many snaps as possible. Perry Mason also wants to know how close did A&M come to hiring Strickland? Um, I heard there was a lot of interest there. Uh, man, I know Strickland shot it down. Um, I'd expect him to, but Behind the scenes, Bill, I heard, I, I heard there was 
maybe some interest both ways. You know, to me, it's like he's going to stay at Florida. Um, but I, I think the interest was pretty high on their side. Yeah, that's now they. I'm I'm out of the loop. I know I know RC Slocum's the interim AD. Have they done that? Has they hired their guy yet? I I haven't seen it, Bill. So I, I, mean, I guess it could still be a I guess it could still be a possibility. Uh, you know, Strickland's guy, but I don't. Uh, I I haven't heard any more. You know, since a couple of weeks ago. How important is this next football season to the AD at Florida as far as his future? I mean, for him, though, I mean, you know, decisions will have to come above him, um, I think, to move on from both uh, or maybe or, or him uh, and a new AD comes in and decides what they want to do with Billy Napier. Um, but, you know, for Scott Strickland, I think he's going to be as patient as possible uh, because I think his job is tied to it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think this season's been, you know, pr- pretty important, Bill. Uh, I, I, re- I really do. And. You know, Scott Strickland, for all the fundraising and all the projects that are going on at Florida, that, that'll, that'll fall by the wayside uh, if, if football is not working out with Billy Napier. So I think it's uh, it's pretty imperative, I think, for some signs of progress in, in, in year three for Billy Napier and translating that to Scott Strickland. Tell everybody how they can get your content. Yeah, Bill, everybody can get it at GatorsBreakdown.com, your favorite podcast platform on YouTube there as well. Uh, of course, um, going to be start turning the page uh, a little bit more to that 2025 recruiting, uh, but we're kind of putting the final touches on transfer portal stuff right now. All right, man. See you next week. See you, Bill. Gator Day. Fantastic job. We'll take the break. Top of the out. Johnny Vegas. Baseball. Allen and Tampa will be uh, walling himself off down in Miami with his excavator. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, THB. Still out here trying to clean up this accident uh, with some serious injuries in Rutherford County, 24 westbound, right at Joby Jackson. Again, it's just been a nightmare out here for folks trying to get in from Coffee County through this section of Rutherford County. Everybody's having to take an alternate route. You're being rerouted off the interstate there on 24 westbound because of the severity of this crash here at Joby Jackson. Still heavy I-40 trying to get past the airport there in Donaldson as you make your way westbound. I-40 coming in from Wilson County, still very heavy. Princess Hot Chicken has you covered for the big game coming up with catering. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. 
Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029. 615-480-0029. Or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Grizz Nation, it's go time. Don't miss Jaron, Gigi, Vince Williams, and your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday at 7 p.m. when they host the Golden State Warriors on Health Night, presented by Ortho South. Fans will want to arrive early as the first 5,000 will receive a Desmond Bain mini hoop set. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by visiting grizzlies.com. Your home for Memphis Grizzlies basketball, WNSR, National Sports Radio. He spends more time staring at depth charts than any man in any universe ever. It's Bill King. If things don't work out in Steven down in Hawkinsville, Georgia, points out again, the Gator 24 football schedule might well be the most difficult in all of college football. It is brutal. I don't know how you can let Scott Strickland be in charge of the next hire, if indeed it gets to that. That would be a horrible signal to the Florida faithful out there as they need excellence. They should have excellence. There's no reason to be in Hogtown and not have a formidable football program. There's not. There's no excuse. You may want to say, well, Bill, there's no excuse wherever. True, but that's one of the elite destinations. We know what that looks like when it's right. Say the same about Texas. Say the same about any of the big brands that have power. Now, Texas is, at the moment, flexing off pretty attractively. We'll see if they maintain that. They come into the SEC with a pretty good-looking group. Recruiting, transfer portal, current roster, staffing, however you want to categorize things. They look pretty good coming in now. They do. They look they look attractive on their way in the league. Yes, two weeks and change out. This is not a countdown, remember? When it comes to college baseball, I have not looked. Has anybody pulled up the 
TV guide or whatever you would call it, the schedule for college baseball beginning two weeks from Friday. I need to get all that down pat. Remember a year ago, and I don't know if this is every year, but the Major League Baseball Network also carried some games early on, just very early on. I remember watching some on the MLB Network. But, yeah, Friday, next Friday, the uh, baseball, well, two weeks, the playing portion of college baseball begins. We need to come up with a name. You know how, and I don't say it a lot, used to say it all the time, and we had music behind it, but college football is God's sport. Now, I know. I know what to come. Bill, do you really think that God has picked out a sport and has favored that sport? We're just having fun. Okay? We're just having fun. What can we call? I get, Could we name it not Allen's sport? How about that? That, that might be. <laughs> that, might, that might be the appropriate one. What would you say, Patton? Oh, it sounded like I heard. Uh, I'm hearing. So you're telling me I'm hearing things now. Maybe I am. Sounded like I heard. Uh, I heard Patton in the background. Allen in Tampa Bay. Your thoughts on Stockstill? Rick Stockstill, quarterback for the Knowles in the late '70s, I believe, through about '80 80, '81, was there. I believe came in right after Wally Woodham and Jimmy Jordan. I think. Or there was a little overlap there. I don't remember. But he's been hired as an offensive analyst. He's lived up here in the borough for almost 20 years as the head coach at MTSU. And fought the good fight. Really did. Really did. And he's back home. I believe he's from Jacksonville, right? But but back at his alma mater, and he's going to be on the staff as an offensive analyst. I like it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure how to quantify – what an offensive analyst means as far as winning and losing and how important. I know it's important, but is that a difference maker? I, I don't know, but I like it. I'm glad he's back at his alma mater. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. 46 Oil Bowl down in Georgia. Bill, glad you didn't ask Carpetbagger Griff anything about current Georgia. Since he's in Mobile, he hasn't had a chance to read this week's student newspaper. <laughs> uh, he had on JT Daniels on his podcast. I probably will go back and peruse that. I, I probably will. Now, I don't know when. Maybe, maybe sometime later this morning. Not sure. But I'll probably take a listen to that. I've had a few people tell me it was pretty good. Noel Kev says, if I'm right, Major League Baseball Network usually carries the tournament at Astros Stadium. Yeah, I remember Tennessee early on last year was on the MLB Network. Some of their games. Brought a Buckeye in Texas. If you want to have fun, call it meaning college baseball, Allen's sport. Well, that would be the antithesis of the truth, but it would be funny. 
It would be. <laughs> that would be. All right, here's what we'll do. Let's get a break. Johnny Vegas, top of the hour. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Cleanup continues in Rutherford County on the scene of this fatal crash out here on 24 westbound near Joby Jackson. They've been rerouting traffic off the interstate there for a while. It's just created a mess for folks trying to get in from Coffee County through this stretch of Rutherford County on 24 westbound. It's been shut down for a while. Traffic continues to run a little bit slow over here by the airport on 40 westbound right at Donaldson Pike. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out at Tomahawk crane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. 
It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Get into the Bill King Show. 615-844-5600. He doesn't charge by the minute. Quick note on air. Johnny Vegas, I sent you a DM. I need a number. Don't think I still have it from last year when Patton called you. Not sure how we connected last year when we had you on, but Need a number that Patton can use to call you when we get to the top of the hour so we can preview some college baseball here on the show. Kevin in Mule Town says, Bill, Saban's daughter tweeted, Nick has been playing golf for the last three weeks. Maybe the Southern gentleman can get him to the commitments tournament. Nicky on the Emerald Coast in early May. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, see if we can get him up from Jupiter. Or I don't know if he'll be, will he be in T-Town then back in his, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you who could probably get to him better than any of us would be Mr. Kevin Hagan. If not, we could ask Chris Lowe. Chris, Chris always has, Chris has been the guy Picked out by Nick for about the last 10 years, maybe more. Anytime there's a big story, big breaking national story about Nick, something about Nick, or an interview, Chris is right at the top of the list. Nick has anointed him as the guy. Tom in Myrtle Beach says, I believe he is going to their baseball dinner fundraiser. And he supports them. He does lots of work on that campus. His company, Tom's, which is called Elvis Welding. Just plug right there. He's got plenty of work. That that plug's not going to help him, but... That's the name of it, and he's done so much work, his company, on that campus, among other places, and when he can, he's over there supporting them. Baseball games, etc. I don't know how many games he can get to with the schedule, but, yeah, he gets over there. Not, not far from his uh, home office and not far from his, uh, his house where he resides. Yeah, he, he does a lot to support the good folks at Coastal Carolina. Yeah, cool place. Yeah, very, very cool place. Georgia Dog says, Bill, my people are talking to Nick's people about summer commitments. Tell Nicky to come on up, man. 
We will uh, maybe make some promises. Won't overwhelm him with autographs and all that kind of stuff. Just, just come, have a good time, hit the golf ball, chill out a little bit. That's all I'm thinking of. That would be fun. The chances of getting Nick to go to something like that are probably about one in a trillion. But you know what? It would be fun. Yeah, it would be. That'd be a lot of fun. Okay, I do have the number. I, I'll, uh, I will pass that along to you, Patton. Let me see if I can just. Can I do that? Yeah, I'll, I'll just. I'll create bad radio and do this on air here. No, no, no. I'm not going to put it on the air. I just. Okay, Patton. I just sent it to you. All good. He's got the number to uh, Mr. Johnny Vegas, who will be with us top of our three. If you have questions for Johnny Vegas about the upcoming season, post them. Yeah, post them, and we will get to them. Just a general overview to begin with, and if you have some items that you want to point to elsewhere in college baseball, feel free to do so. I was thinking – With the addendum again that I do not have a long history of college baseball in my mental Rolodex like I do football. My opinion on college baseball as it pertains to history will be very limited and probably very flawed. But I can't imagine having just laid all that out. I can't imagine a team, LSU, or any team in modern history losing in one season two better players than Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz. I can't. I did ask. I told you, I asked Will Dalton, who played, he's from here, but he played at Florida and was a fantastic player at Florida. I said, Skeens has got to be the best college pitcher I've ever seen. And and I said, I know you go back. You played it. He said, I agree with you. He didn't play against him. I can't imagine there being a better college pitcher than Paul Skeens. Threw 103. Threw for strikes. Painted the corner. Had other pitches that he threw for strikes, not just that heater. I can't imagine that. And they're going to be picked. We'll talk to Johnny Vegas. They're going to be picked uh, in the top couple in the nation. Maybe Wake and then them. Some of the rankings have. And that all will get worked out. They play 50-something, 60 games. So we'll get all that sorted out. Who's got what? Tony Valls, Tim Corbin. Sully down at Florida. Coach Van Horn over at Arkansas. I mean, there's a lot of good programs, man. Lots of them. All right, we'll get to that when we come back on this Tuesday edition. Yeah, Friday we're going to be at the Omni. Come by, check it out.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. 